Hi Jay, how are you doing? Hey Manish, how are you? Good, good. Couldn't be better. Episode number twelve. I am so looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Uh, that how are you doing was very like joy, but yeah, you know. I use it. I use it on my family members many a times. You know, <laughs> family members or wife? Because family members is weird. Means I use it on many people. Uh, it's pretty really okay. cool. Yeah, the way Joey uses how you doing. So yeah, but if I would make the face that Joey would make, yeah, then that may be only for wife. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Wow, friends. Uh, Manish, what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about the the one commodity that that is is fascinated people for ages and decades and centuries, maybe. So, so we're going to be talking mainly about gold, a little bit about silver, riff on these commodities as as an asset class. That's what we have in store for our audience today. Man, that's a that's a commodity that is a, that's a deep dive, to say the least. And, and and it's funny, it's funny, you know, because it's a it's a kind of a commodity which has so many different angles. People look at it. Some people have all their money in it. Some people don't want to have anything in it. Central banks have fifty percent in it. So it it, it just definitely deserves some conversation uh and that's how we met if you remember where that's that's how we started talking because i said gold is the asset class that will outperform in 2020 and it did it did a, it, it gave a fantastic performance in 2020 well oh, oh i, th- I thought you and i met better, but i thought you and i met over emerging market bond discussion i don't remember the gold conversation no, you said emerging market bonds. I said gold. Ah, right, right, right. I remember I, I was in there. There are cities and a parking lot, and I was talking to you. Yes, I still remember. Yeah, exactly. So that's how we met. But but yeah, I mean, you know, gold is gold is gold. And have has anybody ever questioned? Kind of, we as Indians, uh, at least me and Manish and probably half our audience if not more our parents have invested in gold and 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 a question i always ask myself is like why gold why real estate as an investment and hopefully this podcast will answer some of those questions yeah and and it's it's important to understand the origins of gold gold's been used you know like 1500 BC is when it would be used as a medium of exchange in Egypt. And after that, it was used as medium of exchange in many places. Uh, and and because it's such a old medium of exchange per se, today, which you would call currency, uh, but, but used as a medium of exchange for centuries, it has become something that people sought uh, in yesteryears and 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 carried on uh, for generations and passed that perception and that feeling uh, and also that stability or dependency on on gold being a, being a store of value or a currency uh, that one can hold uh, and and I guess that's why you you I I still remember my mom's sister would come to Dubai and she would make me she would force me to come with her to Mina Bazaar shop gold coins and keep it with me i mean i didn't want to do it but she would force me to do it because that was something she understood was a smart thing or a safe thing to do i guess i yeah. guess that is a gold lands up occupying so many people's mind share but manish have you have you like thought of like 
why gold like why do indians or a lot of people think gold is like a first investment i mean if if, if you look at like i don't know dowry or marriage marriage proposals a- anything right like it's how much gold do you have but why yeah see i i feel it's purely because firstly it's it's physical you can own it keep it with you and the price has gone up for all these years the price has gone up or you know i was just looking at the returns of gold it's been 10% odd for the last 30 years if i go longer then it'll be you know it, it would have still grown maybe maybe that's why it's physical it's in your control it's in your locker it, it goes up and you can wear it so you get certain amount of prestige so it plays a lot of roles maybe that would be the reason why many indians have preferred unless unless so i mean what i think of is to do with uh inflation uh and we'll we'll get to that obviously at different parts of our podcast but you know but but i can debate that you know i i checked the correlation uh, or, or the or the it's poor yeah it's it's been poor though it's a narrative around gold that it's an inflation hedge but it's been poor its performance in in relation to inflation it, it has been poor yeah it has been poor so that um, is i think more but, the narrative aspect plays more in its favor instead of the actual technical aspect behind ownership of of that metal I no i i 100% agree but but you know when i when i think of kind of uh indians holding gold i think of indian inflation and i think of the fact that the that what is expected of indian inflation is uh 7 to 8% and uh the 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 thought process about of gold is kind of it's a store of value same thing with real estate so real estate and inf- real estate and gold have are seen to be quote unquote inflation hedges uh and if you have kind of 7% inflation uh and the bank is only paying you i don't know 5% then net net you make 2% uh in real terms negative 2% uh and I, and i feel that a lot of the reason why indians are so invested in gold is because of this is because of the fact that you you need a store of value i i guess i guess because because of that real return that you have got on gold also lands a building a narrative into people at least this didn't crash like many a time properties or stock markets or many investments crash and that also lands a building at least it's safe so may i i would say most indians won't even realize the concept of real returns i'm sure the educated ones do understand what we're talking about but i'm i'm just saying gold is owned like manapuram finance mutut finance two of the biggest nbfcs in india are in gold loan financing so many people have gold in jewelry and you know uh, ornaments to a great extent i also think that because of the real return it has turned into a narrative which has been passed on for generation that it is safer than many things you can own exactly exactly and i think that even if the real returns so coming back to gold like as an asset class itself you have real returns being fueled by demand and supply 
and in my opinion this is completely opinionated uh the demand for gold is fueled by a demand for real returns um and and you know i i often tell my friends like when they ask me like why should i invest or why should i be in i and i always tell them like if you keep your money in the bank account without earning any interest rate uh you're actually losing money uh because the prices of goods and services uh at least in dubai or in uae rise by let's say 1% or half percent um so if you don't do anything to your money you're essentially being taxed in a way by half percent every year um so your net wealth depreciates by that amount every year but gold kind of protects you uh if i may say yeah i mean 10% for the last 30 years so so definitely gives certain kind of growth for sure and and that is why you could definitely say earns you return that's why protects you from inflation and and that is exactly. why that is what has built into uh, the whole orientation of store of value for gold and and it served its purpose but um, many a times not exactly uh, the way people would have liked uh, but but it has served like another reason why i think gold uh, uh, has been bought and still continues to be bought is, is as a crisis hedge one is inflation hedge one is crisis hedge like in 2020 one of the best performing assets was gold in fact gold was beaten by silver so gold silver yep. uh, act as an insurance in a crisis kind of a scenario and they always have same thing happened with them in 2008 and same thing has happened with them whenever there's a crisis that has that has that has rocked the world or the capital markets globally so it always makes sense to have some part of it uh, as a as a crisis as in the portfolio like an insurance policy and and that role has been served well was served well last year also when you have when you have exactly. some aspect in fact in fact i remember 2020 when gold went down for some time and when when actually the analysis came out it was basically gold was being liquidated to serve margin calls on other yeah. assets that investors had and they had to sell it because because that was the only liquid asset they could sell to get out of the mess they were in in equities and bonds and currencies so so gold definitely has that element also that works out for 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 acting as a store of value in crisis times especially like you'll be surprised if i ask you jay uh, one of which which central bank in the world do you think has the maximum reserves of theirs in gold relatively compared to all other central banks Mm, probably actually i don't know the answer to this question but india no, no it's it it's india. switzerland and that's precisely yeah. why uh, switzerland's currency is also considered to be one of the most strongest in the world because it's backed by enough gold reserves backed by enough reserves per se or out of which 50% of it or, or maximum percentage of uh, it relatively is in gold and and you know it's it, swiss currency has appreciated you know no and you also have with switzerland they have negative interest rates right yeah. so it just kind of makes the most sense that gold is is the commodity of choice i yeah. mean so so just to give you guys background i mean 
till correct me if I'm wrong, Manish, but till the seventies, uh, the U.S. dollar was guaranteed by gold. Yes. Um. So you you had a piece of paper that was actually backed by gold. Which means backed um, by gold means, guys, it had physical assets of the same value in vaults. Basically, exactly. yeah, right. Uh, and then you know, you that kind of became a no no, it became like, okay, yeah, we don't actually need gold. Yeah, if people don't think that that's necessary, why do it in the first place? Uh, kind of narrative. Uh, and we are where we are at today, and that's where... and that 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 whole dropping of Bre- the Bretton Woods Agreement is why US keeps increasing its debt ceiling and we are still fighting for another debt ceiling increase to happen in the next 10 days. Uh, exactly. Since, and, since you don't need physical assets to back yourself, why not just keep increasing the borrowing on the balance sheet? It, it's amazing what US has, you know, created for itself. Exactly. I mean, and as long as you can kind of prove to somebody, uh, which is the rest of the world, and the rest of the world's currencies that you you can service your debt uh, and that you can become the currency of choice, then uh, then gold becomes, uh, you know, we don't need that gold. Yeah, but at, the, but, but at the same time, what's happening, Jay, uh, though US may say it doesn't need the gold, uh, but the weaker USD currency gets with the unlimited printing of money, the more valuable gold gets. Gold hasn't performed uh, as everyone would have liked or people who are bullish on gold of late. But, uh, but if this meltdown happens or if this blows up in US's face with the, with the amount of debt they are raising, gold will be the first thing to go up. Exactly. So exactly. So it definitely serves exactly. as a crisis hedge, uh, and and anyone listening would make sense. But you know, you'll be surprised, Jay. Uh, in spite of it serving as a crisis hedge, also, the, I I think there was a time when gold was the only uh, insurance play or, or or a hedge that people could use. Today, I was just looking at at, at the at the amount of investments in gold. It's one point one trillion dollars. All right. And and the reason I also think gold's not been performing as as many would like uh, is is purely because one point one trillion dollar compared to so many assets today which work who have correlations even even lesser compared to gold uh, and equities and all like like if you look at private equity if you look at private credit okay many of these topics covered in CFA also and. And those have become multiples of what gold is. Gold is only $1.1 trillion of investment. Private equity is $1.9 trillion. Private credit runs into trillions of dollars. I, I can't even tell, I can't, I, I can't tell you the number, but that private credit system would be running into 30, 40 trillion. Uh, exactly. Crazy amount. And maybe that's another reason why gold's not getting the kind of attention or inflows as it used to get once upon a time because it didn't have competition like it has today. That's my, that's what I feel. No, I agree 100%. I mean, and you have Bitcoin, you have cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So, there are, there are still many seasoned investors who do buy gold. Uh, 
but at the same time there's there's a lot of other assets that people buy which have which have very low correlation with the markets so 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 tell me jay uh, so what is if going forward if someone was to consider buying gold okay uh, in in sh- you know in in a in a short summarized form or right, what is your bullish thesis on gold on owning gold uh negative real interest rates okay that's really the thesis um the idea that money that the idea that you know you cannot actually store you cannot actually hold your salary under your bed that's that's i that i think is the real thesis i mean when i ask myself why do people in india invest in gold and invest in real estate so this is you know i i'm i'm the kind of person that continuously ask questions and i ask myself like so yeah why do they and and i and i came to this understanding i came to the came to the fact that in if inflation so we guys we spoke about this earlier you know the general rise of goods and services so if the general rise of goods and services is in india let's say i don't know 5% and the actual amount that the bank is giving you is 3% then net net you are losing 2% and and i think i could be wrong that the major reason why indians invest in real estate and gold is because of them being inflationary so that's your bullish thesis on anyone looking at gold absolutely yeah i, I at least i think so yeah okay my my bullish thesis uh comes down to its permanence it's basically a asset which has uh retained its store of value for centuries it's solid it's independent of the financial system uh and and that is why a robust tool to have in one's portfolio which could 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 turn out to be the best protection in case you have a system that completely melts down as 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 more and more debt gets created it the system only gets more complicated and there are more vested interests for the system not to collapse there was a time when when capitalism would allow allow companies to completely vanish uh, but but unfortunately the way system runs like even look at china china won't let evergrand uh, collapse purely because it will result into a, a system shock uh, which cannot be afforded by china and many other players so I, the more and more it becomes tricky for capitalism to work uh, its magic the way it used to but even if the low probability did turn out i think gold is one financial asset which is independent of the financial system and that is why uh retains its store of value its its permanence that surrounds it that's why i think uh i think it it has a place in one's portfolio to so do i have it no i don't have it in my portfolio but but that is what i would that is on my perspective on it but yeah so if that is your bullish thesis on it what would be your anti thesis around gold bitcoin okay uh cryptocurrencies is my antithesis the idea of you know this is a very the we we kind of 
you know, pushing, we're, we're pushing the thesis of the fact that, yeah, like gold used to be a store of value. I mean, perhaps still is, but the fact that you could sell gold right now and, and cover your living expenses, why not just transact in a currency that is fully denominated and, and limited in nature? Um, obviously, I have my own problems with Bitcoin. But I think that that that's the biggest antithesis to gold. Okay. I, I'll go with Warren Buffet over here. Warren Buffet has a lovely saying, okay, that he says on gold. He says, gold is a way of going long on fear. It's so beautiful. Warren Buffet is just incredible in, in his use of words, man. Gold is a way of going long on fear. He says with an asset like gold, for example, gold is a way of going long on fear and it's been pretty good way of going long and fair from time to time but you really have to hope people become more afraid in a year or two years than they are now if they become more afraid you make money if they become less afraid you lose money but the goal itself doesn't produce anything that is my antithesis on it it works in spurts which means when you have a crisis like 2020 it works now will it work over a long period of time it means equities has outperformed goal by a margin and the longer term you go, the longer you see the alpha that equity generates over performance of gold. So yes, gold does perform in spurts, in crisis, in those situations. But if you ask me, I'm I'm bullish on, on the companies that I'm researching. You're researching on companies, Jay. Uh, I, I really see, like, I, I'm not much into macro. So if I was to remove the macro picture, the, the fear aspect of the economy doesn't impact me uh, in my thinking as much as buying into good solid companies whose growth I see sustainable. And and if I'm if I'm bullish on that growth, that is why maybe I'm not invested into gold because I'm not looking at the insurance in my portfolio. I I though I must admit I have I have. Uh, Ethereum and Chainlink in my portfolio, which is two percent of my portfolio, but more so it is to participate as a as 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 a private equity investor in a uh, currency listed in the public space. Which means I'm not like like it's a long shot. If it works out, great. It's hundred x return like a private equity investor. If it doesn't work out, no problem. But I'm not having Ethereum and Chainlink purely as insurance as much as I'm having it to play a long shot with that currency because I don't understand the technology at least I can have some part of it because I believe in what 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 these guys are up to yeah what's happening in the crypto space though it goes all bonkers above my head yeah same here so so that's the antithesis Jay you want to you want to share with people if anyone's interested in gold how could they land up getting their hands on on this asset i mean so you have gold futures right so what is what is a future really a future is as the name rightly suggests buying into the future price of a commodity or anything you can buy futures of i don't know the s&p and futures are one way a physical gold is another way uh, you can literally buy gold, uh, which is, I don't know about you, Manish, but my parents have bought a lot of jewelry. So you have physical gold, that's another. And you have gold ETFs that take physical gold, put it in a room, and that 
and make it a stock. Uh, that's the third way. And you have gold miners. Uh, so people that actually dig for gold and find gold and and then clearly sell it. Uh, so you have kind of four. I I I could be wrong in my numbers. So there there could be more ways of investing in gold. But as somebody like 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 I've heard like I've heard Jay, there's one more way. Banks give you gold saving certificate. So you save you you buy a certificate from the bank and they'll give you a gold saving saving certificate and you sell it whenever you want to. So you don't have the headache of storing gold with you physically or or the insecurity that comes with it. But you could have a paper with you, uh, just like a deposit certificate, and and that's also what banks do. We do for many of our clients in in Dubai. Yeah. Or now, Jay, even even what's happening is many banks are giving digital gold, which means you technically have a gold account. So whatever money you transfer in that account turns into a gold purchase. Exactly. So which is also very 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 good system for people to have access to gold like enbd has a gold account called xau account whatever money you transfer in that automatically gets converted into gold it's all digital and you can convert it back into your local currency or whichever currency you want uh, so so there are many ways to access this asset if you're if you're definitely bullish on it and would like to include it in your portfolio so so that's what you could do uh uh yeah so these are the many options jay i think we've covered everything anything i'm missing there's a lot of places you could buy um go buy gold itself uh which includes mining gold but yeah they all have a correlation to gold prices itself which which is good so instead of they buying physical gold you could buy a etf which moves 98 99% correlated with gold exactly. so you're technically buying the asset without without storage costs and sometimes insurance costs that you might incur if you buy physical gold yeah and it's available on stock exchanges around the world the uh, biggest of banks give you access to it so so feel free to have a part of your portfolio in it if you if you like the glittering gold like many of our parents do but but maybe if we talk about like other precious metals that act as uh you know safe havens and industrial use you know yeah means maybe you can take a riff on it uh, i'll i'll stay out of it because i don't do much the i mean the 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 list is endless you have silver aluminium platinum i mean if anybody is trying to buy a PlayStation 5 they realize that there's a semiconductor shortage in the world um and semiconductors are you know made of precious metals and one way to kind of invest in this space is through doing the exact same thing so you you can buy semiconductor indexes uh you can buy M- multiple things uh, but but jay here you also enter a territory which gets more volatile also like the further away people go from gold and silver uh, the further into a, a very volatile territory you enter like you look at what's happened with palladium or or, or platinum and all many of these things have tanked right now i uh, 
which and sometimes and gold and silver don't the, this way the way it happens with other metals absolutely so it doesn't become a safe haven so it, yeah. it, it, it it's 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 a spectrum in the end right so you have safe yes. haven uh and you have industrial use uh and you have gold as a safe haven because there's very little industrial use uh and you have industrial use at the other end which would probably be semiconductors uh i think using palladium but uh, th- that's the spectrum right so your you, you you could buy commodities uh based on that uh but i guess uh, definitely would deserve another podcast on its own because i i, I think if we'll cover maybe we'll we'll cover the whole spectrum and elaborate upon it just in case people would want to take a shot at it absolutely but but i according in, in my opinion uh, i think gold and silver still come under under this the the stable sorts of commodities people could have but yeah i absolutely. think we can cover the um, commodities is a huge metals space and the whole spectrum in time yeah we should i think maybe, maybe i'll get to learn also quite a bit since i don't invest time or money in in these maybe i'll also get to learn and share with all absolutely so yeah so we've come to the end of it i hope this was of value to you if you're considering gold silver if you're reading about these commodities and what role does it play in client's portfolio then what role it could play in your portfolio i hope this podcast would have added value to you making that kind of a decision going forward Awesome. So guys, it was absolute pleasure as it always is. Jay, it was fun like it always is and and we're catching up after a long time. Yeah. I I think our podcast was on hold for 2 3 weeks, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, and and we are back. So so good to be back and we'll get back on a weekly cadence on our podcast publishing this weekend onwards. Right. And let us please know if you prefer general topics or you know stock specific topics that would really help too yeah your feedback is highly appreciated please drop in a message it'll be nice to hear from you take care guys till next time take care guys bye see ya